Assalamu alaikum. May the peace that only God can give be upon you. Welcome to Radio Islam. This is your host, Tariq el and we're broadcasting on WCEV 1450 AM. We're also streaming at WCEV1450.com. Now, for those of you who are new to the program, make sure that you are keeping up with us. So look for us on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You'll find us at Radio Islam USA. That's at Radio Islam USA. And also take a moment to subscribe to the podcast. You will find us wherever you get yours at. We're on SoundCloud, TuneIn, Google Play, and Apple Podcast. Uh, and basically anywhere else that you might get yours at. So look for us at Radio Islam USA. And last but not least, stop by RadioIslam.com. You can check out all of our previous programming there as well. Uh, in addition to guest picks and bios and, uh, and lots of other great stuff that will just help you keep up with the Radio Islam program. All right, family. Uh, let's do a little bit of a little bit of history here. Um, January 2017, right? That's recent history. We know that the largest single uh, march in the history of the United States uh, took place, right? Over uh, estimated one million people converged on the nation's capital, um, and we're talking about the Women's March. Now, what you may not know is that. The first time that women uh, gathered at the nation's capital, the first time they marched on Washington was March 3rd, 1913. And the goal was suffrage, women's suffrage, securing the right to vote. Now, more than 5,000 women, young and old, rich and poor, educated and non-educated. Now, there were some differences, obviously, within uh, class, but primarily uh, it was a gathering of white women. Now, this happened the day before President-elect Woodrow Wilson's inauguration. Now, going back to January 18th, 2017, this gathering uh, was extremely diverse, right? Extremely diverse. And if we're looking at the uh, the numbers, the estimated numbers of folks that gathered together uh, on that day around the country, uh, estimates range between 3.2 and 5.2 million people. Uh, that came out. And of course, Chicago was also one of those sites where hundreds of thousands of people came out on that day here in support. Now, today we have joining us on the program. We have three women who have come together, uh, diverse backgrounds, ethnicities, uh, religious beliefs, um, but they have come together in very much that same spirit that the Women's March uh, began. And uh, they are on to talk with us about the new Linux Women's March that's coming up on King Day. So we have joining us Aitadel Shalabi, who is the executive director of Arab American Family Services. Uh, we have Emily Beagle, who's the founder and director for Southwest Suburban Activists, and Shakina Sims, board VP for Chicago Vote. And we thank them all and welcome you all to Radio Islam. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. So you've got um, there. There's a quite a bit uh, going on. We've got the upcoming King Day, which is also uh, you're connecting uh, Day of Service, but also the New Linux Women's March that's going to be taking place uh, on that day as well. Um, how did how did this uh, come about in light of uh, how did these two things come together? This is Emily. So we um, as an organization participated in the women's march in um, that was held in the city of Chicago and then we did our own service Martin Luther King Day um, when the opportunity came up 
to um, host a women's march this year because it wasn't happening in Chicago. Uh, it was important to us that we still find a way to um, have a day of service and honor Martin Luther King Day without uh, necessarily wearing ourselves too thin um, and being able to also amplify our efforts through the march um, because there will be quite a crowd there. Um, so that was really the impetus for putting those two together, um, was making sure that both both activities were recognized as though they were happening on the same weekend. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, this, th- th- this appears to be there's a, a coalition. That is one of the things that the Women's March, uh, initial uh, march, you know, in 2017, which uh, showcased just a wonderful diversity um, of women. And you had a smattering of men who, who uh, showed up in support as well. But uh, 99.9% women galvanized, mobilized, and and that diversity present. Um, is are we looking at a, a coalition that is also representing that same type of initial diversity that's going to be present in uh, in this march and uh, for New Linux? Um, this is Isabel. I think being there is really representative of the wonderful groups that have come together in the southwest suburbs to say this is our home, this is our community, this is our backyard, and we want um, access We want, we want want access for everyone to be able to join and to feel safe and to feel welcome and to feel uplifted and to amplify our voices, especially since in, the, in Chicago there isn't one, as Emily was alluding to. And I think what, what you have is a, a, a diverse group of activists, mm-hmm. a diverse group of women yeah. from different uh, backgrounds and different uh, uh, religious groups and different... Uh, nationalities and different ethnicities that really embodies the southwest suburbs and we really came together to say well you know we need to do it and when women do something they do it right we don't have to repeat ourselves <laughs> because we, we did it right the first time so it's been quite an interesting uh, connection with these women and it's been phenomenal to know them and to get to know them and this is only the beginning this is going to be much more work afterwards okay uh how how did you all come together? Uh, and I guess we just we'll just kind of go down the line. Uh, Shakina, do you want to to feel that question? How did this particular group right here come together? Well, I think all of us have uh, individual reasons what brought us um, to this to do this effort. Um, I know personally, uh, just being uh, very involved with young people um, and just civic engagement in general. Um, I participated in the Women's March last year, um, and I thought that this was another opportunity to. Uh, also do the same type of work, um, very intentional mindset uh, with similar women who, who have like very similar uh, goals, who are bold, uh, who aren't afraid to speak truth to power. Um, and I just want to make sure that we were being intentional about making sure these efforts keep happening um, in a very proactive way and not reactionary. Um, so when I had the opportunity, although I'm from Chicago, have an opportunity to support something that's uh, still very local in a lot of ways. Um, I signed up for the opportunity uh, very quickly. Mm. Now, is this uh, is this effort also uh, being looked at as an opportunity to further encourage women to uh, participate uh, civically to run for office? Um, I noticed as you as as board VP for Chicago Vote that that will be something that's central to to what you do as far as getting folks uh, getting women engaged in that in that process. I think it's a lot of those things, right? I think, um, of course, we have our, our central themes uh, around unity. Uh, we were focused on next steps for this march. Um, so 
we we want people to know like hey all of the work we've done over the years uh particularly the last two women's marches um it is in the incident um this is about next steps and how we can keep organizing how we can keep mobilizing um and making sure that um women's issues remain at the forefront um of all agendas at all times uh, at all times so I think from for me, uh, well, particularly with young people, just sending that clear message that uh, you don't need permission to speak truth to power, right? There are always people um, around. There are always uh, coalitions to be made. Um, and for young, more young people uh, to sign up uh, for leadership roles, whatever way they deem fit for themselves, so whether that's running for office, whether that's uh, joining the club at the, or, or organization at their college or high school, uh, whether that's stepping up for that leadership position at their job, whatever that looks like for that in individual, we just hope that um, our theme resonates with them in some type of way to say, hey, if you've been doing this work, continue it. If now, if you're inspired, let, let's put some action steps behind us. Hmm. With this march uh, and the, and I'm basically reading the, the intended focus of it says this march will allow us to unite as a powerful network for change to ensure our communities are inclusive um, and to increase civic engagement, to uplift voices that speak truth to power. Uh, it is funny that these these types of uh, sentiments, I think, continue to come up throughout as you, each of you speak. Could you speak to how do you see this mission uh, moving forward and particularly with with younger women uh, and, and bringing them in and making them feel a part of uh, feel ownership and uh, in, in bringing this mission to fruition? I'm going to take it to spin it to how do we ensure that the young women and women of color and immigrant women and all women's voices need to be heard. And I think the Southwest suburb is ripe for that because for a long time, I think we focused too much energy on Chicago and Chicago politics and things like that. But I think the Southwest suburbs in particular has been, you know, um, not as out there as, as it needs to be in, in many ways. And, and this and this march is really to lift the voices of women and to lift the voices of women of color. And we have such great allies from mainstream white women who are there supporting us and building with us and and saying we're 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 going to make this. And so building the voices of of diverse women is something that we're all looking towards mm -hmm. um, and doing it together. And I think as 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 Kina mentioned, she's not from the suburbs, but she felt strongly enough. And as a young person who wants to engage younger younger individuals in it is that we have to put our, our, our mouth where our money is or our money where our mouths are and not just talk the talk but walk the walk. And she's been phenomenal in being there. And for us to be inclusive and for us to have a, a very diverse kind of, um, of speakers is really important for us. And, and being at the table is also speaking a truth to the power, right? Because mm -hmm. if you're not at the table, then you're not getting your own issues and your own voices heard. So this coalition building of diverse women has really been a wonderful asset where women have, have uh, we've come together and we said, we want this, we want that, we want this, and we balanced it based on the timing we have. So it's been a great, great um, collective power of, of doing this and knowing that this is a group that worked on this in such a short amount of time. We've only been planning for five weeks, mm -hmm. but we did so much and we accomplished so much that the impossible will be possible in the Southwest suburbs with a group women like this. Mm. Well, you mentioned... Um uh, Aitadel, you mentioned uh, this diverse group of women, and particular uh, bringing in uh, immigrant women uh, into the fold, and how uh, you all have have coalesced, and you know you found uh, a common ground. Um, I think this is interesting. Now, of course, my observation is going to be one that's really uh, something that's rooted more so in the perception of Chicago, or in the definition Chicago has had of itself, and that being a city 
of 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 neighborhoods, uh, which many you know we look at as being code code word a segregated city. Uh, do you see the type of diversity, the the connection and cooperation that you all have, uh, as being uh, a sign of or a a prelude to kind of tearing down some of those walls uh, that don't just exist in places like Chicago, but they they exist. Um, unfortunately, they exist too often just about everywhere we are. We have a tendency to separate ourselves. Do you all see this movement led by women uh, deliberately bringing together these different, uh, you know, different uh, ethnicities and different backgrounds together as a kind of taking the lead on tearing down those walls for society in general? Um, Go ahead, Emily. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, I think, yes. For sure. And I think it's, you know, I live in Frankfurt. I live in the Southwest suburbs. I live in Will County. And um, it is a very, you know, segregated area in the Chicagoland area is that way. And we are um, way better off when we can come together and realize that we have common goals. And um, I really feel that one of the main things that we need to take away from this march is that moving forward, we don't stop doing that, that it isn't just all of us getting on a stage together um, and having a nice photo op of all of the different, um, you know, shades of skin and all of the different backgrounds there on display. It's that we continue to work together in coalition as we move forward. Um, and some of us, I, you know, I speak for white women, are a little bit late getting to the table on that. Um, and so we are, um, we're really focused on making that to be a sustainable movement as we go forward um, and making sure that we are all working together and talking together um, and finding common goals where we lift all of our voices together. Mm. So I'm going to add, this is Aita Dahl, I'm going to add that we would be delusional not to think that the segregation only exists in Chicago and not everywhere else. Um, but what you will find is that what we came together as women is we looked beyond color. Color is very uh, obvious. Mm-hmm. But we looked at the commonalities that this is our home. These are our communities. These are our backyards. And we want better, you know, we want we want better health care for our children. And that's what tied us together. We want better response to domestic violence. And that's what tied us together. We want better, better schools for our children. And that's what tied us together. And I think this is where like-minded people are coming out and saying, we're not going to allow others to talk for us, but we will talk collectively and not allow that divisive game to play with us. And so I really, truly feel that there's more to come from this coalition of, of building. While each of us are doing our own things individually and in groups, um, but the collective power of us coming together is really powerful. And, and, and so far, it's been a wonderful, wonderful um, uh, building of, of togetherness and building of commonalities. And while acknowledging the the divisiveness that's been happening, but saying we're going to move forward because this is our home Mm. and this is our backyard. And so we're really coming together on that one to say, what do we want to ensure that all of us have the same equality and justice in in our backyards, in our homes? Now, how are you all? um, I know we mentioned earlier about this being uh, being held on uh, uh, the King Day uh, observation uh, holiday. Uh, is there anything in particular that you're going to be doing that's, that uh, that listeners can join in on uh, as far as services con- is concerned? Uh, are there donations of any uh, kind that are going to be uh, taking place? Uh, can you give us some details with, regarding that aspect of it? 
service is definitely a very vital component, um, as mentioned. So definitely bringing us together, but also being cognizant of, um, you know, just service being a year-long effort um, as well, but also thinking about the women who uh, aren't there with us and making sure that we're reaching um, back to um, those at all, all aspects of society, um, not just those that will be present mm-hmm. um, and those that have the privilege to do so. Um, so that's a very important conversation. Um, so essentially, we will be doing a toiletry drive. Uh, we'll be collecting toiletry items for local women's shelters and domestic violence service providers in the area. Um, We'll be collecting everything from women's deodorant, uh, diapers, adult diapers, um, feminine hygiene products, toothbrushes, toothpaste, cotton balls, Q-tips. So everything um, like on those lists are usually things that shelters uh, lack, um, and it's always a high demand for those items. So uh, just the idea that people can, one, show up and be civically engaged, but at the same time um, help uh, local community uh, shelters in need um, is also a win-win in our, our end too. Hmm. Okay. Now, is there uh, is there a social media uh, uh, destination or website or anything like that that folks that may want to uh, join you all or support that they can go to? Um, yes. So there are there's an event on Facebook um, through most of our pages. Um, so if you visited um, the Southwest Urban Activist page, the Action for Better Tomorrow page, the Arab American Family Services page, you would find the event there. Um, if you're not on Facebook, you can also go to um, southwestsuburbanactivist.com and um, you would find uh, the event information there as well. Um, we're also having a pre-party on Friday night um, if anybody needs to get any last-minute um, hats or shirts or buttons or if they want to make time together or if they want to drop off some items for the um, toiletry drive, that's all happening at um, Grace Church in New Lenox. Mm-hmm. Um, and those events are on both of those places as well. Okay. All right. Um, one more very important question. Are men welcome? Yeah, absolutely. 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 Um, <laughs> and we look forward to seeing you there, Sadek. Yes. Your lovely place. Yes. <laughs> and beautiful girls. Yes, indeed, indeed. Well, it's been it's been a pleasure talking to you all. Uh, one thing that I really take from uh, from this particular. Um, from this march and this conversation. Uh, it's just a reflection on the fact that uh, the first time women marched uh, was back on Washington was back in uh, March 3rd, uh, March 3rd, 1913. And it was a crowd of about 5,000. It was mostly uh, primarily just white women. And to move forward to 2017 and then now to, to see that there is uh, such a diversity now uh, within this gathering, it is... It's a sign of, uh, of hope. And uh, I think the type of direction that as a society we want to hopefully that we can emulate in other sectors of, um, you know, of, of our lives. So uh, hats off and we're looking forward to a great march. And uh, thank you all for coming on Radio Islam. Thank you. Thank you. Thank oh. you. All right. Thank you. Take care. Like you too. Like my uh, that was Itadel Shalabi, Emily Beagle, and Shakina Sims. Uh, folks, we're going to take a short break. We'll be back in a moment. This is Radio Islam on WCEV 1458.